0: n-e-t-s-u-i-t-e dot com slash (laughs) w-t-f all right let's do this how are you what the fuckers what the fuck buddies what the fucking ears what's happening i'm mark maron this is my podcast w-t-f welcome to it michael che is on the show today you know him from Saturday Night Live, where he's the co-head writer and he co-hosts Weekend Update with Colin Jost. He also has his own sketch show, That Damn Michael Che on HBO Max. That's the name of the the show. Not, I'm not saying that about him. That Damn Michael Che. Season two premieres next week. I talked to him in my hotel room in New York City. And uh, it was great. It was great to finally uh, hang out with Michael. So I'm going to be in D.C tomorrow night at the Kennedy Center. I think we'll have a pretty good turnout. Uh, But also, here's the weird thing. My old college roommate Lance lives in D.C., and I see him maybe once a year, less. I haven't seen him a whole lot in the last, I don't know, how old are we? When was it? 35 years. But it's it's an interesting thing that we were, you know, pretty close. We lived together for two years in college housing and then for another two or three years, I think, off campus. But then you kind of your life goes different ways. So I'm going to see Lance and I think I'm maybe going to do an episode with him. I'm going to talk to him, which I'm nervous about. Because what is that sort of like, let's go over what you remember about me. But we'll see, you know, to talk about life with somebody. And then it turns out in Red Bank, New Jersey, where I will be on this Saturday. The other two guys we live with, Brad and Tony, are coming to the shows. Now, I haven't seen these guys really much on, you know I can count them on one hand in the last 35 years, and it's just wild. I don't know. Maybe I can get them all on tape. We'll see. But uh, it's going to be wild. It's always wild to see people after so long. I can't even imagine what Tony looks like. I mean, I used to see this guy like every day, pretty high, but I'd see him every day. We were all pretty high. I don't know what... <laughs> I don't know how we amounted to much to anything, but maybe we can fill in some blanks in each other's lives. I'm, I'm kind of looking forward to it. I have, uh, I've been fairly emotional lately. I'm trying to do the enjoy life thing. Uh, I'm trying to do that. And I, I think I'm having some success at it. Like I, I actually have to pay attention to moments where I'm like, hey, dude, just enjoy what you have in your mouth. Why don't you try that? Why don't you just enjoy uh, sitting on your porch? Why don't you just enjoy it, man? The t- clock is ticking, bro. Why don't you enjoy giving love to your cats and being empathetic with other human beings? Why don't you do that? Why don't you do what you can? Why don't you like focus in on who you're voting for in this California local elections and state elections? Who are you voting for? Why don't you do a little research? Why don't you try that? Once you order some stuff online, that'll make you feel better, like those little things you put in a drain that catch the uh, random food so you don't have to use your garbage disposal and fuck up your plumbing. A lot of people don't know that garbage disposal is not for garbage disposal. It's just for loose shit that gets in there that shouldn't be in there anyways. So you get rid of that. Don't fucking put your whole life into your garbage disposal. Don't do entire cakes or the end of celeries or any of that. Don't don't use it like that like my mother used to use it, like a mouth that wasn't hers. That's how my mother used her garbage disposal. It's like, all right, there's a cake on the counter. I'm going to eat one piece of it compulsively and fast and without any joy whatsoever, and then I'm going to aggressively shove the rest of the cake down the garbage disposal. That's my second mouth. The garbage disposal will keep me from gaining weight. Sorry, man. Stream of consciousness. You never know what's going to happen. My mom's okay. Thanks for asking. She's a little dizzy. But I think she's going to be all right. I don't know what I'm going to do at the Montreal Gala. I got to figure out some time. Shit. There's a lot going on. I got to work on some new material that's... Look, I'm already doing like two hours. Lay off. Back off. You know what's lovely, though? I'll tell you what's lovely, honestly. Is that I'm getting a lot of emails about the bad guys. And first of all, there's a lot of kids that walk out of there, according to their parents, and say that I'm their favorite character, which I find very moving and touching. But I'm also getting a lot of emails from parents who are fans of mine who now have this experience of me with their kid that they couldn't have, obviously, just watching my stand-up or something, but they can both have these separate but common experiences with me. Now, this isn't a selfish thing, I just find it very sweet that it's happening. I'm glad that that movie did so well, and I'm glad that people enjoy it, but it's definitely something I never thought in my life would happen, which is that I'd have some fans who are under 10. So that's exciting, right? Fans under 10 for the snake? The snake's a great character. So Michael Che and I had this uh, lovely conversation a few weeks ago in New York City in my hotel room this Saturday is the season finale of Saturday Night Live season 2 of that damn Michael Che premiere's uh next Thursday May 26th on HBO Max and we didn't we've never really talked so this is we've met a couple times but this is the first time we talked and uh it was great Wherever you get your podcasts. Okay. Jimmy, like, whether it's a voice or an expression, like, he knows how to. You're, right, right, right. You're right. working with a dude that's like, you know, he knows how to hold. I, I love Jimmy.
1: He's a good guy, right? He's a great guy. How I mean, long, he's always been great, great to me. How long did you work with him over there? I never worked with him uh, like we we never overlapped. But my first show, no, my second show at SNL as a writer, yeah. uh, Jimmy was, I mean, uh, excuse me, Justin was hosting. Yeah, so like Jimmy was around. Oh, oh, because you know what I mean. Yeah, Yeah, so I kind of met him very very quickly. And then, uh, and then, like you know, like he'd always be around. Like he'd be around. Like he hosted, I think, like the next season or something like that. So you're around him, and he's just in the building. He's always been in the building. Yeah, so he's in the, you know, he's right on six. And then I know, I know Amir and them. So, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was like I kind of, I don't even know how long I, I don't know how I've met him. Is that you know, like that's how long I feel like I've known him.
0: Yeah, I think everybody in that building gets loses track of time
1: yeah yeah it's like a casino <laughs> yeah.
0: like no clocks
1: or windows type thing it's like, true right
0: yeah literally yeah oh shit i never thought about that but it's kind of <laughs> like that i mean i've only been there a couple times and i was like have i been here a week yeah it's it, <laughs>
1: it's it got that feeling it's it's like forever
0: yeah so i went over to, i was i just uh i did the full uh the full spread at Katz's about an hour ago i did the whole thing
1: isn't it crazy there's a line wrapped around the block for that
0: i know a guy you could probably get in could yeah, yeah, I could probably get in the. I, could probably get in. That's, I think you've earned that <laughs> I would hope so yeah, that you get, Go into the sandwich place <laughs> But it's just crazy I remember
1: going there as a kid Like my, my grandma Like that was our Sunday treat My grandmother would go to Katz Oh really? And like we'd all We'd share like a pastrami sandwich Sure with My grandmother would always get the hot dog Yeah the yeah
0: And so like that place Just reminded me of
1: I don't know, it just, it just feels weird that people want
0: to go there. It's all that's left, dude. Yeah, it really is. Like, there's no other delis anymore, there's like, there's no Jews. No. They, they go there, but they look at meat and they look at Jews. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Still <laughs> the best pastrami, though. I think so. It's I mean, like, it must have been when you were a kid, though, like how, you grew up around here? I grew up, yeah, I grew up on Allen Street. Really? Yeah.
1: What was the situation then? <laughs> oh, that was public housing, man. Was, right here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. How old are you? Thirty I'll be thirty nine in like in like a week. So what no, year like it, a month. What
0: year was that you were born
1: 83. then? Eighty
0: three. Huh. Cause I came down here in eighty nine. And I was on second between A and B.
1: Yeah, that's a lot of yeah, this was all this was all kind of dope. dope. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This was all dope. So it was it's it's sad, but it's also like funny, like people will say, Oh man, I missed the gritty New York and I'm like, No, you don't. Yeah, I I know. Do you have do you have uncles in prison still? Do you have you know what I mean, cousins that OD'd and shit like that? Like you don't you don't miss it. It's not it's it's nice
0: now. I like it now. I like it right now. Well those people don't know what they're I mean, I I think I was one of those people until you start to realize like I don't know, dope's better than crack, I think. Yeah, I mean, mean if you gotta take one. Right, because it was always, it was weird down here. It's because, a lot easier to catch the guy stealing your
1: shit if he's on dope than if he's on crack. Because he'd stop and he didn't know he stopped. <laughs> he's just, yeah, he's, he's just stopped, stuck like, there. You could just take your shit you could back. You just take the book back right off of him. <laughs> he won't know the difference.
0: <laughs> but I uh, I just remember the whole, like, when I was on second, it was, there was a, a dope doorway right next to my house. Mm-hmm. And they had these guys. I think it was. I don't know if it was Colombians or Dominicans. I don't know. It was Latino for yeah, sure. Yeah. But they had the guys at the end of the street on each side of the street. Yeah. The lookouts, mm-hmm. and then they had you know, and they and junkies would line up like thirty deep. Yeah. Like it was a movie.
1: It was crazy. It was
0: crazy. It's
1: crazy that everyone knew it, but cops did nothing about it.
0: So you grew up in that area? In yeah. That neighborhood? It was
1: it was like a tidal wave. I remember, like just you would just 80s? hear about people that you, you know, lived in your building, lived in other buildings for years. And the next thing you know, that 30 years, 20 years, 40 years in prison. Or dead. Prison? Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't know if they're dead for 30 years. No, but but I mean, or dead, or dead. (laughs) Or dead, yeah, Yeah, for sure, for sure. Because that
0: was when the dope got really clean, because they realized that white people would snort dope, but they wouldn't shoot it. So there was a period there in the 80s where the heroin on the street was so good that people were dying pretty easy. I feel like it was I feel
1: like it was for my neighborhood it, yeah. it was more crack. Oh really? Yeah. Oh okay. For my neighborhood I I think it was you would hear more about people going away for for selling crack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what like, all call of the time came down because it was so fast and everybody was doing it right. and it was so easy to get. Yeah. That it, you know it was just like it was crazy. It makes people crazy. Yeah, and it was like all
0: at one time. It was yeah, like, yeah. Yeah, it was like it's like uh yeah, just a, a a celebration of psychosis on the street. Yeah. Yeah, it was like it was like the first iPhone. <laughs> it
1: was like everyone had to have it. They were lined up to get it. <laughs> you can't remember life
0: before it. <laughs> and then you just you you connect, you stay connected to it. And it's what your life is. It. That's all it is. It's, it's your it's your uh your your It's like uh, an appendage. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The
1: pipe. Yeah. How how many kids in your family? <laughs> I'm the youngest of seven.
0: Oh my God, is that a lot? That's not a lot. What are you talking about? What, what are, you, are you? Two. Oh, I mean it's. Well, I mean I don't know. Catholics, blacks, Hasidic Jews. I guess seven's not a lot. That's not a lot. No. Yes, <laughs> it is. Wait, a lot. what's your background? Are you, what are you? I'm a Jew. Yeah, but Jews. Jews don't have a lot of kids. Not the regular ones. <laughs> oh, Okay. <laughs> the hatted ones seem to have sure, quite a sure. few i was just at the hurts and i saw some woman in an orth- a Hasidic guy they had like seven kids and she didn't even look like she was 40 yet well she was wearing a, a, a brown wig a brown probably. wig and she looked tired <laughs> and sad and lost
1: yeah that's a rough one that's i always feel bad for for those women because yeah Every time I'm at a like a bar late night or randomly, you'll just see like one Hasidic man, <sighs> just come in drinking, trying yeah. to touch the girls. You're like, yeah. your wife is at home right
0: now, covered up. Yeah, with and nine you're out kids, here with nine kids. with nine kids, in kids in and you're wig. out here drinking. Yeah. yeah, or driving around your station wagon looking for our hookers. Exactly. Yeah, I always see always see him down on the on the Lower East Side driving around looking for trouble. It's
1: the saddest thing in the world.
0: But there, I I heard there was some sort of loophole. Oh. Like you know, I don't know. Like they're like they they can fuck hookers or something. What? It's biblical. I don't know. Oh, Maybe is it kind of
1: like like uh? Well, because they're doing the work or something or what that. One of the like, things like not, you know, like you can't touch, you can't use the lectures, but you can let somebody else push the elevator button for you on you know, a, Saturday. It's a Sabbath thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. You can't fuck not. your wife,
0: if you fuck a hooker <laughs> yeah. if she's not Jewish.
1: Maybe I don't know. Or you can
0: have somebody fuck her with your dick. <laughs> 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 technically she's doing the work yeah sure <laughs> yeah man so how Where? where are all your sibs at all spread out man we
1: left we left Lower East Side when I was about 10 yeah we moved to Jersey City uh because we got out of public housing but still Manhattan was way too expensive and so you live with your mom my mom yeah and your old man we my parents were separated like I think when I was conceived, even, you know? Oh, really? I was the last one. I'm the youngest. And he was out? He was gone, yeah. (laughs) They were married, but he was gone. Yeah. Do you um, have a relationship
0: with him? Yeah. Oh, that's good.
1: You know what's interesting is, I think it's because we're very similar people, but I get along way better with my dad, but I'm closer to my mom. Yeah. I don't know why, like, me and my dad have never had, like, a falling out or argument or anything. Well, I mean,
0: if you accept that he wasn't there... Well, How he would, was. He was. It's not that he wasn't. He was there. He wasn't right. in the house. Oh, well. Yeah, I mean, well, that you that makes I mean? sense. That was the easier one. You love your mom because she took care of this. Yeah, there was probably like kind of that, that weird like. All right, I'll do it. But your dad was more like, Hey, no.
1: Uh, I don't know because me, like me and my mom, we would. I don't know. I guess. I guess maybe that's a good way to think of it.
0: She took care of you, and he had, and you were able to have a good time with him. No, maybe Maybe the way it goes. Maybe when, you know, the one who's got to, you know, shoulder the burden of bringing the kid up, and you know that's where the love is. Oh, but the- I
1: got—I've been kicked out of the house so many times. Like her, yeah. For what? Oh man, I, I don't know. You know, yeah. I got like, first, first time I got kicked out of the house I was fourteen. Then I was. 16. And what you just go to your dad's? I went to my sister's first. Then I went to my dad's. What'd you get kicked out
0: for? Fourteen.
1: Not going to school. Huh.
0: <laughs> and so that was school. gonna make it better get out' yeah, you
1: don't yeah. go, to the, go to school, live in the street, yeah, that was i don't I didn't understand the logic, yeah, it was one of them things like my you know my my family background is like if you don't follow the rules then you're out yeah and we don't care how old you are yeah <laughs> that kind of thing yeah which is crazy to think now like i think a good oh god 14 now but back then i was like yeah okay that makes sense i guess i guess it's time to go on my own kind of thing
0: <laughs> right 14 <laughs> i so don't know how old's your oldest sibling i was tall if that makes yeah. sense <laughs> yeah
1: my sis, my sister was 12 years older than me
0: the oldest sister yeah well, that's not that much and, then, and then they come 20. down then there's how many you're I'm there's, the last, so it's like- But there are how many brothers and sisters? It's
1: 15, 14, oh, okay. 12, 10, 9, 8, oh, and then okay. me. Oh, so there's a so big gap. So they're
0: way, yeah, there's a huge gap. I was going to say, my parents were separated. Right. When you when they had you? When they had me. Oh, I see. So it was like, uh, like a kind of, uh, like you wanted to just try it. We're both lonely. Kind I, of? I don't know. The cable was out or something. Yeah, right, I don't right, know what right. happened. What are you doing? How's it going over there? Yeah, yeah. I don't
1: know oh. what happened.
0: Uh, so you- you're getting thrown out of the house a lot or no?
1: As a kid, I used to a lot. I was very like, I, I thought I was older than I was. You yeah. know? I thought I was a little bit more. Uh. You know, I I just always thought I, I had my mind made up. If I was against something, I, I could stand up. I <laughs> didn't realize. Yeah, super stubborn. Yeah. Taurus, they say. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Super so, stubborn. What, but you, you didn't get fucked up?
1: No. That's good. No, I didn't. That's good. What do you mean like you mean like yeah drugs or anything no 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 no, never, fucking that at least that's you thank your parents for that, well, my dad was an addict, oh well, still an addict, I guess, but uh- reco- he's been recovered for over thirty years I oh, guess. yeah, but uh or in recovery, I don't yeah, know yeah, how sure. to, I don't know the tenses for it but but he's been in recovery sober, for, sober. for sober for as yeah. long as I know but um so i I've always and also too, like you know. If you grow up in a neighborhood with a lot of drugs yeah. and all of that stuff, you there's kind of a fine line between people that use drugs, even people who sell drugs. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. Like you there's a hierarchy. So there, it was it wasn't cool to do drugs in oh, my okay. community. You right. know what I mean? In my yeah. neighborhood. It was like, Oh, you've crossed the line of drug addict. oh oh really yeah it was like a stigma because we lost a lot of people you see you know was a lot of pain that came from that so
0: people knew it existed
1: and they knew about it oh my god but they didn't you didn't want to do it you You just want to to be on the wrong side of it yeah if you sold you could get more respect selling drugs than doing drugs okay which is crazy because the destruction seems to be in the you seem to be marketing in
0: the
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 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 but but it's and it's just as addictive both are just as addictive which we didn't know but I, I always stayed away from it just because of just from seeing both well yeah just yeah. seeing the depth seeing the it's so weird dude uh, it was it was rough to watch growing
0: up it, it, well I, when i lived down there because i that was like the first time i got sober yeah i moved down the lower side i came here to new york i've been sober a little while and I just see these junkies come down, like, and you see the same dudes yeah. every day, and you'd be like, "What the fuck?" You know, mm-hmm. they look terrible. They're sweaty. Mm-hmm. Yeah just like ghosts like zombies mm-hmm. and i'm like god damn is this the best thing to see being sober just see these fuckers all fucked up every day as a reminder but it's weird how the, the junkie brain or the, the addict brain works so cuz i'm about i'm there about a year and so it slowly starts to shift to like that shit must be really good must be good.
1: really good yeah something he's coming
0: back he's <laughs> like looking like that he's willing to give up everything for whatever the fuck is in that yeah. doorway
1: <laughs> it yeah. must be not bad <laughs>
0: yeah yeah, yeah it must be worth
1: something yeah, but it's it's. I guess it's it's also different too. As a kid, you start to if you grow up in it, you start to see like your friends' yeah. moms or your friends. Oh, right, right, right. You know what I mean? Dads yeah. and family members and people who used to be you know normal, normal, or yeah. not normal anymore. And then it's just like quick. Just a quick fall
0: off. Yeah. You're like, wow. Where's
1: her teeth? You know, right. all of that stuff. That's <laughs> right. Shit like that. You, you know? got to deal with
0: the kid all fucking angry and. Sad. It's like
1: getting bit by a zombie. Where you're like, oh, just wow. You want nothing to do with it. But you never saw your old man like that. No, never, never, oh. uh, never. My dad, I think his his biggie was uh, booze. booze, booze, old school. Yeah. But he. I mean, he definitely you know did what he did. I, yeah. But I think
0: like. His big one was booze. But so, did your siblings see him drunk? Oh sure. Oh yeah. Yeah yeah definitely. Oh so that's probably that's interesting. You probably got the best version of the guy. Yeah,
1: that's I did. I remember it's so crazy to say because I remember when I was a kid, I thought my dad was the nicest guy in the world. <laughs> yeah. And every time I would tell him that, he would get so embarrassed. Like, dude, you have no idea. <laughs> who you're talking to you know what I mean so don't don't ask your sister yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah so it was just like a fun thing where I just thought he had low self-esteem right. I had no idea he had a history you oh, know
0: you never asked your siblings about him I knew
1: things, yeah. but you know, people aren't gonna tell you bad things sure. about your dad when you're a you know, kid. When you're a kid. Yeah. You know?
0: Yeah. Not till later. Yeah. And then Not they till tell later. you. Then they tell you. That's th- the funny The Statute of limitations on shit you shouldn't tell your kids runs out when you're like I think in your sixties. <laughs> <60s.
1: laughs> right. Yeah. But I but it's, I don't think it was ever like even then it wasn't ever that he was a bad guy. He right. was just drunk. He was just a fucking sick, you know. Yeah.
0: <sighs> fucked up guy. It's just fucked up. Yeah, it happens. Yeah, I, I mean, I know people. Like, and, and it's funny—the kids of uh, of drunks go either way. They either become a drunk, or they become a complete control freak. Like, yeah, I'm not going to be a drunk.
1: Oh, now boozing is—I I could see it. Yeah. Oh, that's that's a that's a rough one. Yeah. I try I try to I try not to drink too much so that I don't ever have to quit. Yeah. Right. You right. know what I mean? I'm trying yeah, to yeah. keep it. I'll take a couple days off. Oh really? Yeah, but you, <laughs> Just you, to make you like sure. it though? I like I like it a lot, man. Especially for like I feel like the way you start performing yeah. is what you become addicted to. The way it's almost like a like a baseball player's socks. You know what I mean? Sure. Like on a hit streak, like you don't want to change a fucking thing. Yeah. So I I was doing comedy drinking starting yeah, out. Sure. And now it's like in the back of your head of have a drink it's a ritual it is it yeah. all becomes a ritual well, hang out at the bar have a drink talk with your friends do the, do the set shit on somebody yeah you know, go have another drink stay didn't he ride in that high yeah yeah i i know, there are guys high. that
0: yeah there are guys that can't do it without drinking yeah but i i don't think like i know i've performed on everything yeah but it, like i don't think i perform better no you know, no one I, does yeah no one does but i can understand the sort of like the one drink to get that to ease you into you know it probably make your first 4 minutes better but then if you get another drink i don't know it just makes what you're willing to try better sure
1: it just sure. It's, it's, it's like like you said like i think it's it's just a a slower start maybe only because of your apprehension of being sober thinking you can't do it but it's all the
0: fucking same you yeah, got it yeah. all in you yeah
1: you know what i mean yeah, yeah and you yeah. wouldn't be that good if you needed to drink
0: yeah, I don't I I can't imagine it anymore. I it's hard for me to but I definitely was doing it at some point. So when you when did you start doing stand up? I started over nine. Like, I was twenty six. Oh, you were old? I was an old dude.
1: Well what the hell did you do before that? Man, a little bit of everything. I, I wanted to be a I wanted to be like uh I didn't know I knew I wanted to be an artist somehow, but I didn't know
0: like what it was. You mean like anything from like painting, anything from painting singing?
1: to to <laughs> acting to yeah, directing yeah. to something. I just wanted to be in not cubicle world. When did you start doing something? I started. Well, I went to art school in high school. I went to LaGuardia, and uh. oh, that's that one. It's down here. Yeah. Oh, it, well, no, it's up. It's up on uh, 65th in Amsterdam.
0: So, are is it that? Is that the Fame School? Fame School. You know, I ask everyone I've talked to has ever gone there if that's the Fame School, and I should know by now. But every time I ask, I'm completely earnest about it because yeah. I don't fucking remember. <laughs> so but also, it. it's like Fame's not a
1: thing anymore.
0: No, I, that's true.
1: But, like but, a, but that's how everyone knew that. That's place. how everyone knows it. But it's like if you ask anybody under thirty, if you ask know. Chalamet who went there. Is that the Fame School? He'd be like, "What? Like yeah. he probably doesn't know what the fuck Fame is, man." Was Chalamet from Planet Earth?
0: I don't know. I, I think what, he's a strange little he, guy. He just, <laughs> He's a good dude. No, I, I mean, think, he's a good I dude. Think I don't he's a know good him. Dude. I don't know him. He seems like a good dude. He seems like a sweetie. I'm excited to see him get
1: old. Yeah, it's gonna be weird. <laughs> it's gonna be weird. A little skinny mustache, a little, like a little French old man. Yeah, he's gonna be. He's gonna be all right. Yeah, though. He, he's. Yeah, he'll be all right. But this is his time. <laughs> this is it. This is his. He's
0: new Leo. Yeah, he is. He might grow up to be Leo. Maybe, but Leo kind of like like shall has a different look than Leo. Leo was like like a troubled kid, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, guy, I got you. I he got looks you. like he's having t- a really good time. You I know, got you. Leo looked like the world was weighing on him a little bit. Chalamet just looks like nothing's going to hurt that kid.
1: Well, famous last words in Hollywood: <laughs> nothing's going to hurt me.
0: <laughs> so you, went I think to I think Corey world. Feldman said that first. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, he did. <laughs> yeah, none of those child stars really kind of go the distance like Leo has. And he's still it's, so it's fucking It's rare. Good. It's rare. But he's when you see so it, it it's, good. it's... I mean, we
1: look at Keenan. Keenan's friggin' still going. He was a child star. Was he? Almost, oh, that's right. Was he a You Disney almost don't kid? even think of it. was Nickelodeon? Nickelodeon. And he's got nothing but funnier, that guy. Exactly. It's like <laughs> the best... <laughs> it's the best thing. Yeah. Keenan got so funny. Has he got so he's, confident? He's, he's so just, good. He's so funny. I can't imagine the show without him. Well, it's, neither like, can and working with them. Neither it, and, can anybody. Apparently. Yeah, neither can anybody. He's he's <laughs> like it's incredible.
0: But wait, so you go to that school, and what do you?
1: What does it prepare you for? What are you doing there? Honestly, it's. I mean, you get your major. You get you know just art, performing, yeah, you know, art and drama and all that shit. But so you're really, acting and stuff while you're there. No, I was doing painting. You were you were painting. I was doing fine art. Yeah, really. Yeah, like figurative painting. Yeah, you good. Yeah, no. But well, you, you I would have stuck with it if I was good. Yeah <laughs> yeah, I wasn't yeah, that yeah. good. It yeah. was uh I tried. I liked it, but I, I knew it was like not my first language. huh. I knew I knew how to do it because I knew how to do something else and I could you know what I mean? It yeah, wasn't, yeah, it yeah, wasn't yeah. my first sport. You yeah, know? yeah. I knew comedy and performing was probably gonna be the thing. I just was af- afraid to do it. It did so know. you weren't doing that in the, no, in the high school? No. I mean in the cafeteria. Yeah. Right, just for fun. Yeah. So when did you like? I just nutted up one day. I was broke. It was but like this. Oh, but it wasn't. It I wasn't, got fired. I got fired from some job. I think I was working at a car dealership. Wait. So you get out of the performance,
0: going all you do is paint and fuck around. The uh, you do, I mean, you friend. had
1: like I had like you know I was also twenty nineteen. Yeah. You know, so you do like odd uh, jobs,
0: fast food. Yeah, 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 yeah. Waiter. But bar that's six back. years. Oh, so you did all of them. Did everything in the city. Never no, in city. Jersey. Oh, you were in, in Jersey I City. I moved to Jersey
1: because it was way cheaper. I couldn't afford Manhattan anymore. But
0: with, but your family was out there too, right?
1: My family was in Jersey City, yeah.
0: And you were living in Jersey, working yeah. at restaurants?
1: Living with my brother. Oh, what did he do? He was a barber. Still a barber? No. Huh. I don't know what he does anymore. I think he's like a truck driver. <laughs> i think i think he's do you a have truck his number driver. i Maybe. do i do but i don't i try not to ask people about their finances because it gets really expensive for me but I, <laughs> it's, you're the guy it's never it's never i'm doing great don't worry about it yeah, yeah, yeah. you know so. it's funny you should ask <laughs> yeah.
0: i don't know what he, i think he's a truck driver though if i'm not mistaken well so you're living with your brother in new jersey working in restaurants that's like that's that's the that's the, the, the petri dish of, of yes. desperation. Yes. That pushes somebody to Basement see. apartment. Oh basement that's, apartment. That's subterranean Petri yeah. dish.
1: Yeah. No windows. Oh shit. <laughs> In New Jersey. A lot of time to stew.
0: Wow. So yeah. what were you what were you on the edge of? Depression. And yeah.
1: yeah, it was like I had to do something, man. I was like, at some point, I was just all I wanted was just try to not to justify not going to college. Still, at 20-something. At 20-something. You're, you're
0: like, I still got to show the world.
1: Yeah. Well, yeah. because I had friends that were like already graduating and starting their careers and uh, shit.
0: Yeah. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, I'm yeah. like, i not. And they're like, what do you do?" That's the worst. What are you up to?
1: Exactly. Um, well, we're all hanging out. We're all going to eat somewhere. And I got yeah. $8 for the week. And like, yeah, i like, yeah, I
0: can't yeah. do anything. It was embarrassing. Yeah. I, I know that feeling. It's a, but you're so lucky that like at least you landed on a show that's pretty visible. Like, you know, even when I was doing well early on, my parents are like, I don't know that show. What what network is your show on? <laughs> IFC? Where is that? All right. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I dealt with that. It never ended for me.
1: <laughs> I got luck I got lucky in that way that it was it was a show <laughs> a that a known thing. Yeah. I swear to
0: God, I just got an email or a text from my cousin. Uh because I just they just did a piece on me in People Magazine, and she goes, "Look what I found!" And she took a picture of the piece. And she goes, "I guess you were, really are a big deal." <laughs>
1: Fucking, I'm 58. Well, that, that's happened. That happens to me still, though. Like I remember, like five or six years ago, my mother called me and she was like, "I just saw you on a commercial," and I was like, "A commercial? I'm on television every appointment television." And I was like, "Yeah, but a commercial." Well, she, commercial she saw the commercial. Which one? It was like I think it was a uh, American Express commercial I did with like (laughs) Tina, that Tina, (laughs) like pretty much gave me. Which shout out to Tina Fey. Pulled you in? That was a while back, man. Yeah, it was a while back, but I really appreciated it.
0: Yeah, those are good. So, all right. So, tell me about that first time. What the hell? Like you're you're in the basement, you decide to do comedy. Like who are you watching? What what made you think you could do it? I'm watching
1: Tough Crowd. Yeah. I'm watching Jerry Seinfeld comedian. Mm. I'm watching uh, Howard Stern show. Yeah, uh, I didn't really follow Opie and Anthony because I, I didn't know about it till later on. Yeah, and that's when it got uh, not great yeah <laughs> i didn't because I didn't, I didn't know about it then like just i you yeah. know i didn't drive i didn't have a car or anything sure. so i didn't really have all that stuff howard stern was still think
0: i think was still free i think it was still on k rock right i remember doing when i did ona o- you are just you're, your primary concern was like am i going to be dragged into something that's going to be problematic yeah you're like is there is there going to be a porn star in here doing something horrendous or am i going to be asked a a horrible racially loaded question well
1: like i all i knew about ona was they were like they had the uh the people have sex in the church oh yeah like yeah. that's what i knew about that's
0: them. what that's what got them thrown off
1: yeah and then after that it was like obscurity for them like i didn't know uh-huh. according to me you know what i mean like but that's I, when
0: they went to serious that's right. when they went to serious but right. i wasn't
1: paying for right, satellite right, right. radios. so I, I thought they were Dead right, and gone. Right. Yeah, yeah. I only did it at Sirius. Yeah, yeah. So then, so so at that time, it was for me. I, I, I really ones. didn't know much about them. But I who'd just, you like? Who were you following? as a comic? Oh my god, Patrice, yeah. you, Jim, Keith, Keith, Jim Norton, Keith <laughs> Robinson, <laughs> Ger- uh, Geraldo. Like all of those guys all were those like, I, guys, I yeah. wanted to be one Tough of those guys. guys yeah. Loved them.
0: Yeah, you know, uh, obviously Quinn. You I know. tell you, man, Geraldo and Patrice, I I miss them yeah I, mean, I miss seeing them it was always good to walk in there and you know have you know patrice take your legs out from under you somehow yeah. like yeah
1: you know, look Giralda was so good yeah so toddlin uh,
0: <laughs> yeah Yeah. oh i saw you know it's so sad because like he was such a ball buster yeah and, and i and i always liked him like he he liked me so i was okay but i the last time i saw him he was blind yeah I
1: think the last time I saw him, he was blind. Yeah. Like, it
0: was in Montreal, and I, I put him on an elevator. Like, I, an right. elevator it was like one of these situations that opened up, and I just saw Todd standing there looking away. I'm like, Todd? He's like, what? I'm like, yeah. Mark Marin. He's like, oh. And I'm like, holy shit. So I had bring him in the elevator. It's rough. It was rough, man. Really rough. People don't know him either, but he was one of the, the great assholes.
1: Yeah. <laughs> one of one of the all timers. <laughs> one of the all-time assholes. Yeah. Famously. Yeah. So
0: where do you first do it? How do you get the I I to I, it?
1: I started vetting. I started going hanging out at the cellar, like buying tickets to shows and shit. Oh. Or like the comic strip. Because it oh. would just be places that I'd hear them talk about. Sure. So you'd go. Yeah, but because I don't think you guys even realize, or maybe you do But, like, you, that exposure to comedy was, like, the first time I ever saw comedy not in a theater, but, like, the working part of comedy. Yeah, the gym part. Yeah, the grind of it. You know what I mean?
0: One after another. Yeah.
1: Like, to me, I thought, oh, you you write a special, you go to a theater, and you say what you wrote, and then that's how you do it. I didn't know it took years and years right. of noodling uh, and right, 10 minutes right, at a right. time and dying and five playing. times a day that kind right. of thing yeah, i didn't yeah. know that part, right but watching those shows and seeing I, that that documentary where where jerry's Canadian? like yeah where he's yeah. like coming back for me was like oh that's so it, it's it humanized it yeah it made oh, me yeah, feel like sure. oh this is something you can work at and get
0: right. good at this is the job yeah yeah you don't have to be eddie murphy Immediately. Right. Almost right. nobody is. You and, know what and, I mean? And and sometimes it doesn't end well for people. Like It doesn't. You know, like, <laughs> Most more. times. But uh all right, so you watch all that and you go into the shows. When do you finally go up and, and ask one of us, like, hey man? Never.
1: <laughs> Never. When I did when I did stand up, I went to the yeah. I don't know if man, I don't know if you, do you even know this place Where? because I don't know how long it existed. It was called the Comedy Corner. It was on McDougal. It was yeah. next to that restaurant, It's like the next block.
0: Oh yeah, I knew it. Is it downstairs.
1: Yeah, downstairs. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I did a I did an open mic there. They used What's to have the this... guys that
0: that hosted it. Morris,
1: something Morris, or no, like a guy with glasses.
0: The something? one I did, uh, a,
1: a woman hosted it. Her name was Amy Carlson. It's a little tiny place downstairs. Tiny place and now downstairs. And someone stand in the corner. It's like, oh, yes. you didn't go to the cellar. You want to yes. come here? Yes. And uh, I I did that open mic. They had an open mic it was like five dollars you had to pay you have to pay five dollars and bring people nope just pay five dollars and if you get joke of the night you get your five dollars joke of the night
0: who decides that shit the host oh so just somebody who can't get work at the cellar decides whether or not you're good i'm so i'm so bad i understand they're probably nice people and they you know they probably were pretty reasonable it was, you wanted
1: that $5, I'll tell you that. You wanted it back. You damn sure right you wanted that shit back. You wanted that $5 back because that, that was a whole other mic. I know. You that's know a, what I
0: mean? That's a good testament to the scene at that time was that, like, you really wanted to win it. Yeah, you did. Of course
1: <laughs> you did. You just want to be the funniest guy in the night. You don't want to be the funniest guy ever. You just want to be the funniest guy <laughs> on the $5 show. $5
0: back. So who was, do you remember who was doing shows with you? It would be,
1: like, uh, Nimesh Patel, Jared Freed. Jermaine Fowler, hmm. Kevin Barnett, late Kevin Barnett, Mark Norman, yeah. uh, Mike Lawrence.
0: Mike's uh, funny, huh? Yeah, yeah. You'd see Mark's like... funny, uh, too, actually. I just saw Mike. You got like the, I haven't I, seen Mike in years. He's he's all right. He's good. They have a baby, I think. They he's married. Oh, yeah, He's, yeah. Uh, he's writing. Oh, uh-huh. he used to open for me. Well, that guy was like you know to be as profoundly nerdy as him, and then just <laughs> and to be able to fucking swing that fucking dick like he did to, yeah. to do jokes. Yeah, go up for anybody. Well, and do it. It would be like that. It would be
1: like you start to meet guys that are that are around. Yeah, and then they would start telling you about better rooms where you don't have to pay better yeah, rooms. Yeah where you yeah, could, yeah. you know, they start booking shows and everybody has their own back-of-barroom show or whatever, yeah. and uh, then you, after a while you develop somewhat of a reputation and the next thing you know, you're working.
0: Yeah, because people are like, that guy's good and someone brings you out with them, and you open. Also, doing them kind of nerdy rooms was good if you was black and good
1: because they wouldn't have that many black guys yeah. working those circuits, so you could get a lot of stage time. Yeah, right. I don't know how guys get good in, in other cities where they're getting up
0: once a week. I I don't know that you do that easily I mean when I started It was just open mics Real like clubs Yeah None of those rooms But I mean You were getting up every day Well once I started working Sure but the very beginning I guess like I kind of got I I started out weird Because I came in I was up in Boston Mm Mm-hmm And I was doing open mics, and I was at the comedy store for a while, but then I came in second in this contest, and I just got thrown into working. They had all these regional gigs all over New England. They'd send you out, a two-man show, opener did a half hour, headliner did 45. Sometimes you had to drive the guy. But that was how I started. It was like right abruptly from mics and small sets to like fucking fill in a half hour one way or the other in some shitty fucking bowling alley Yeah, 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 totally. That was the way I did it. But here it
1: was like, yeah, it was but all those you, mics. But it, it's it's pretty much the same. It's just we had so many open mics, right? And so many comedians had their own kind of rogue shows. That's right. And then once you once you start to, because there were still guys that that were doing like those kind of bar shows and all of that shit for ten years or so, right? And then got in the clubs, yeah,
0: right. Or couldn't couldn't get clubs, you know what I mean? And so how did it go? How did it play out for you? Were you just always doing what you write writing jokes. I got. I was. Or were you talking about yourself? No, was there always
1: I, jokes? I, I, you always start out writing jokes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, always, you yeah. always think you're really yeah. a good joke writer until you realize yeah. you're not. Then I realized, I kind of figured out that being comfortable on stage was more paramount than writing jokes. So True. I learned how to just be on stage and look like I knew know what I'm doing. Well, used and to then say the that jokes come.
0: The first 10 years or so of your, it's just a, like 80% of your energy Goes into pretending Like you're not afraid Exactly Yeah Exactly
1: Yeah. And then and then the next 10 uh, Sounds Just try not to sound Like who you sound
0: like <laughs> <laughs> And then eventually You become you some way and then, some, and then The part of you That lives up there Exactly Anyways Yeah Exactly So when do you start Getting paid uh, About three years Into In open mics About three shit. years
1: Into doing like Bar shows and stuff I started doing clubs pretty regularly which club well i it all kind of happened at the same time i Uh started doing carolines i started doing uh i got
0: carolines eastville Eastville. and uh yeah marco no i know that place if the sound wasn't so horrible there i would have i would have played there more uh playing in a was a was kind of like a bathroom wasn't it all like heart? Yeah, like, I
1: guess it was kind of <laughs> like it was because I think it was like a lot of tile hey, and tile, shit. Yeah, yeah. I guess I never. I'm weird paid about attention to sound. To yeah. that. Yeah.
0: No shit. Yeah, you're you're right. So, okay, so you start doing those rooms, the, the cellar. Kind of B- oh, you start doing the cellar.
1: I got the cellar last.
0: Me too. Eight the- years in. And the- Yeah. I didn't get the cellar till she saw my HBO half hour. <laughs> so. Well I
1: can't I can't relate to that. Esty loved me immediately.
0: Well she I well, what I fail to understand is that people understand me better than I think they do. Mm. Like, you know, because she's like, You're too angry and I'm like, No I'm not which you is know, which is a nice way to say that respond. you're not being funny. <laughs> well yeah, but, <laughs> That's not what I was saying. No, I know, but that's what she was saying. And uh, she think was so? right in retrospect. Yeah, because like I because that, that room is To not, me, angry is funny. It is if you're angry funny. But right. if you're just angry and it just lands as anger, yeah. people are going to be like, I don't know. Fair enough. But, you know, to be, I'm, yeah, I'm I'm dark and angry, but it took a while for me not to do it as a fuck you. Right. You know what I mean? It was a defense mechanism. Angry, tired is funny. T- cranky, angry. Cranky. And tired, yes. Yeah, sure, yeah, yeah, sure. yeah. That's that's. But that, that took me a long time to relax into. But I think, she, ultimately, a lot of these people were right to not give me breaks or to criticize me because, you know... It, I thought I was doing something. Like, I thought I was saying something. Yeah. But they're like, well, do the be funny first. And, you right. Know, yeah. I could do it. I'm being hard on myself. You, you, what do you mean you can do it? You you do it. I, I did it. Yeah. I did, I've been out there. I'm not even taking an Oprah anymore. I'm just going out there and doing an hour and 45. What? Did you go, like, Europe or something? Like no, what? I've been out. I was in, I just did Terrytown, Boston, Portland, Maine, and Providence, Rhode Island.
1: But, I mean, what stopped you from uh, opening? I mean,
0: having an opener. I just, like, I got tired of, uh, like, I've it was one of these things, I think it was in order to um, make right something in my past, whereas, like, I just was, I, I'm like, all right, the part of me that had to learn how to do comedy by going up cold in shitty fucking yeah. rooms. Yeah, yeah. Like, I feel pretty good now. I've got the time. Right. You know, they're here to see me. Right. Why drag it out? No,
1: 100%. <laughs> I was just, I'm, I'm curious about this, because I was just talking to... uh Gerard Carmichael about yeah. the same exact thing. And he was saying, he's like, what, what, I don't need an opener. Like, he doesn't use an opener anymore. And I was just like... But I, it, I remember not using an opener when I would do the UK. Right. Whenever I would go to Europe, I yeah. would, like wouldn't have an opener. Right. And I would just... Just, well, they have Just a go up. Yeah, they have a whole different thing. like Understanding of theater there. That's normal there. Yeah, They'll, they'll let you launch into a story to start your show. In America, that's got to be a lot trickier, right? No, but,
0: that, but if you think about it, that's only because we came up in the context of stand-up. Uh-huh. So we came up in this context... Where you just, you bring someone with you, you're giving someone an opportunity. Right. The opening slot is to sort of get everyone situated, right. get the audience focused. But the truth is, if they're there to see you, they're right. focused. Right. The idea that they may not all be seated, that's another problem. Right. So like I've had to deal with that a couple of times. Yeah. Well, I, I'll just go out and I'm like, are you kidding me? You guys can't get here on time? Oh, you thought there was going to be an opener? Well, now there isn't. Right. I'm doing the time. This is the opening slot. Yeah. And in a way... You can do you can start off by fucking like landing it like that. And then I'm just trying to most of my audience is you know older, you know kind of grown up people. I don't got any real fucking yahoo's or anything. So I just want it to be like an evening with as opposed to like you know here's a new guy who's going to, you know, close with everything he has and then bring me up. It's interesting mm-hmm. how like
1: to me uh I don't know if this is too heady, but your career plays out the way your set plays out sometimes. Yeah,
0: fragmented, like, inconsistent,
1: yeah. up and down. Yeah, you, you, you kind of you start <laughs> out a little <laughs> bit faster to win them, and oh, then yeah, as exactly. the set goes on, yeah. it starts to slow down, and you yeah. start to launch into, and yeah. I feel like That's you're true. at a point in your career where you're like, I don't need, I, yeah. I don't need to do the dick joke now. I've, yeah. ever, I've done that a million times. Now I could just launch into that hour, two hour sit chunk. Sit down. Sit down. Right and take my time. I don't need the open it's that's where you're at it's almost like Jedi level shit though. Right.
0: Well, that's that's how I'm thinking about yeah, it. Yeah, it's very impressive. Yeah. Here's the other thing. It's like if I'm going to do an hour and a half, yeah. and I'm my audience is mostly grown-ups. They're going to get to a point where they're like, "Okay, this was good, but he could have ended." Yeah. A little bit. like yeah, I, I totally. Said, even doing an hour 45, I said it the other night, because I felt it happen. I'm like, oh, you guys are, like, I looked at my watch, I'm like, I could have ended like 20 minutes ago. It would have been yeah, great. Yeah, yeah. Now you're all going to walk out going like, wow, that was, you know. That got long. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Is he okay? Exactly. I feel like he didn't want to go home. Right. I feel like he, was a, he didn't want to go to the hotel. I don't know. So. But that's a, also when you have an older audience. Time is a lot more valuable. It is, and it, and they and they get tired. But they they've been good. I'm just sort of like I think what I'm I'm trying to say, and what the truth is, is like I'm having a good time. They're there to see me. If I ramble or if I, if it's loose, because I like to improvise and shit. That's who what cares? they want exactly. That's Fuck what they it. want. But you like, but you sit down. I, I watch your last special. I don't usually sit down though. No, I I don't know why I did that because you it's time it was time to sit
1: i just i just i just saw a stool and i just started sitting i, I wanted i wanted the audience to i feel like people listen different the way That's based right. on the way you perform
0: but if you sit down you can bring them in no matter how big yeah. the room is yeah, it becomes I just wanted an it to feel space. a little
1: bit more intimate
0: it's almost more control
1: i wish i would have done it in a smaller venue personally I was surprised it was big. Which was it? It wasn't a was fox. Was no, fox. It was fox. It was the no. It was fox, but yeah. it was. I just I wanted to do it in like a five hundred seat. Yeah, that's like where, a club kind of.
0: That's what I like to. That's I like to perform in. Yeah, five to eight, and then like.
1: I always yeah. say I don't know what it is about five hundred seats, but to me that's where Great. I have the most fun. You keep it intimate. I've played giant places. 500 is where it's the most
0: fun Because you don't have to change your timing You don't have to change your pacing Like Mm. you get up around 900, you gotta wait Yeah, yeah Right? Yeah, totally But like, uh, and also the new special Opened with the big dick closer I liked it I liked it
1: (laughs) Wasn't what well, that was another one. I was it's supposed to be a throwaway joke, <laughs> right?
0: And I just started with it. I don't know why it was great. It was it funny, was a, it was a like, very
1: strange. Well, the, of- the
0: old kind of thought life with the 80s style was like he closed with the dick jokes. No. You that, you're like <laughs> he's coming right in, coming in hot with the dick stuff up front. Yeah. But it was important because I think in the middle of the newest special, you know, what you were really. Working towards was that turn where you were like, Where is the line? Right. So, like, you had to make sure you had laid some pretty good groundwork to see what they would take. So, by the time you said, Oh, is that the line? You'd crossed it, whatever it was before, and they really had no recourse, right? In yeah. A way. I was trying to take, well, uh, 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 oh, thank you. I, I
1: appreciate that you even watched it, first of all. But I, I do think, like, I was trying to take what seemed like an obvious joke just make it a little a little bit more thoughtful <laughs> yeah and then I, I i do think that the line
0: gets blurred the more thoughtful you are or the more you let people think yeah do you know like if you if you exactly if you didn't qualify that joke no the r kelly joke if you didn't qualify it at all right and and just and do the you know so one's harder to clean thing. Yeah. <laughs> like if you didn't sort of make it you know cute right you know you would it you would have been problematic right <laughs> just just take one more second to think about it yeah no i like it yeah. i like that i like those kind of jokes and i like that you know we can still do that kind of stuff
1: it's fun it's i i get kind of weirded out I, I get a i hate when people
0: especially comedians like we always like to make our job
1: seem more complicated and yeah. difficult than it is because we're stealing money but i do think that Sudden, that rubbed the wrong way about people saying jokes you can't do. It's like, yeah, you can, you can do it. You can always do you it. You can always fucking it's do it. It's just like man. you know,
0: if it if it goes sideways, you just got to prepare
1: to shoulder the burden. Then it went sideways for you. No, I'm saying it's it's it. That's what happens when it goes sideways, and it then it went sideways for you. Yeah. But you did the joke. Yeah, they didn't. They didn't. Take you off in handcuffs like Lenny Bruce, you right. know, like he it's, could. Yeah, it wasn't not, that.
0: <laughs> it's not that. They and didn't. It's like they didn't
1: try to uh, set your house on fire like Dick Gregory or something like that. Like it's. No. It's literally
0: the stuff that any of us can say, and certainly some of the stuff you were saying. You know, that was that would have got you in life-threatening trouble, but sure. not. Yeah, it was not, but then in, in that climate, you know, it wasn't canceling. It was, you know, burning your house, lynching, yeah, shooting sure. somebody. Yeah. So the progress has been made. Tons of progress <laughs> has been made. This
1: is the greatest job in the world, man. We get to watch people laugh at us. It's but I awesome. can't,
0: I really have a hard time with this culture of like uh, anti-woke, you know, like this panic around cancel culture. Because a lot of those dudes, that as a point of view yeah. is hack absolutely it's hackneyed and it, it's these guys absolutely. who are saying like they can't get work because of it's like i bet you it's for something else
1: <laughs> if that's why you were getting work in the first place it's then not. your time is up you it, know what i'm saying like it's not it was it was never
0: or else you're just gonna be with those people exactly the thing it's like you want to talk like that go hang out with the people that talk like that and there's people that can make a living doing of course
1: it. yeah like it's also you can't have everything
0: no it's not going to be everything (laughs) but it's also like i think what we were talking about before in relation to this and you know in acknowledging the time it takes to learn how to write and then the time it takes to land in your own skin that if you're coming from your heart and 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 you're genuine and you and you're decent yeah you know you can kind of do whatever you want because you're going to balance it out naturally
1: right right right
0: but if you're if you don't know where your heart is and you're just trying and you haven't resolved some of your issues yet you're gonna you'll be doing stuff for the wrong reason
1: it's so hard to do though you know what? Well, just finding out where your heart really is. I guess is. so.
0: I guess, but as a performer on some level, if you're that kind of performer, it probably pays off to do it. It absolutely and does. I, I don't know if you can do it on purpose. Some guys are fucked up. Yeah. Especially in this field. <laughs> For sure, isn't it? But, but it's, it's all right. Is that telling that we picked the job where most fucked up people thrive? <laughs> well, you know, it's just it's just one of those things. You know, we obviously don't fit in one place, and we don't want to do a certain way, and we want to get away with something, and we don't like listening to other people or being told what to do. It's like you're gonna there's like there's in back in the '80s, there's this whole range of people that just hit the road that were yeah. running away from the government, running yeah. away from ex-wives, running away from prison time. I mm-hmm. mean. It was like uh, it was like the preaching racket. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, like carnies.
0: Exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right, but we're our own carnival.
1: Yeah, yeah, literally.
0: <laughs> yeah, the, the, the circus is in town. It's one guy, <laughs> <laughs> and they just threw him out of the hotel he was staying at.
1: <laughs> what is it for you? What? What is it? What's what's the ceiling of of the line of joy?
0: Oh, geez, joy. When you're for when you're oh when I can when get you're one working. thing when I can get. Like, when I leave enough room for myself to have freedom of my mind enough to... Because I, I feel all my jokes are delivered to me on stage. Like, I go up with ideas, and they kind of form on stage mm. over time, over talking. And I always add things. So if 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 something is delivered to me, I'm like, I don't know where that comes from. Yeah. It comes from being in the position to be funny. So, the like, it happened the other night. Like, I was talking about... Uh, about how some people have great relationships with their mothers, you know, and I just talk about like, I would never, I I don't want to call my mother. I don't want (laughs) to talk to her. I don't have kids. There's no reason for me to really engage with that much. And I I sort of do a phone call, like I I make fun of a phone call with her. And then I said, there are these people that like, they they have problems. They call their mother. It's like, are you fucking kidding me? (laughs) Here's how that would go. And I go, hey, mom, I'm I'm in a little bit of trouble. And she says, do you want to call me back? (laughs) And that came from nowhere, and I'm like, right, "Thank you, right, Greg." New bit, yeah.
1: No, that's <laughs> that's wow, God, I'm a lot like your mother. What do you mean? Well, yeah, I, you know, I don't like to hear people's problems.
0: <laughs> I don't mind. I mean, it depends what they want from me. You know, sometimes you just gotta listen, and then it's done. I'm a good listener, but I can't. I, but I'm not a solution guy.
1: I'm not a solution
0: guy what well what's the ceiling for you the joy for performing yeah what do you what do you...
1: i think it's the same i think it's uh, it's finding something new it's yeah. like it's the discovery of something that wasn't there before right that's been there the whole time right and and what and then bringing it to the next audience, right? So it's almost like can it work? They give us the bit kind of because yeah. we don't really know it's a bit until they say, sure. you know, till they hear it, yeah, yeah, and respond. Yeah. And you're like, ooh, there's something here, yeah, and then bringing it back to them, they're like, well, you know, it's it's kind of strange.
0: Why did it take on the Will Smith thing that I don't think anyone did, and <laughs> you know, I was like so thrilled with it because I didn't want to talk about it really. It, to me, it was all terrible. Yeah, it was just terrible. It was awful, ugly, snapped, was and terrible.
1: I think to everybody, it felt like. An uncomfortable. It was like watching somebody's parents fight,
0: where you're like, "I don't want to yeah. see this." Yeah, and 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 the entire community of Hollywood act like abused children. Yes, don't do any. Don't look. Don't say anything. Yeah, literally. Yeah, literally
1: just everyone's put their heads down and ate their dinner.
0: Right, and then Denzel and Tyler, they they group around him to pray. It's like, they're all weirdos. They're all weirdos.
1: When the fuck did Tyler Perry get such good seats at the Oscars? What has Tyler Perry done that got him front
0: row at the Oscars next to Denzel and Will Smith? He's done a lot, and he just hasn't been given any credit for it, so they just keep giving him better seats. Imagine watching Oscars like oh yeah
1: And then Ernest had to talk to Tom Hanks And calm him down Ernest? What, you,
0: <laughs>
1: what the fuck is Ernest doing at the Oscars?
0: You know Ernest <laughs> Oh but my take was just that Like look as a guy that for my entire life And to this day there's part of me Inside yeah. that just wants to fuck everything up yeah, And I've got to be in constant Conversation with that guy <laughs> Like, I just sort of like I got to keep him Kind of yeah. you know like he'll be he's like come on I'm like no, no, no. so like for thirty That's years, so fucking true for 30 years you know will smith was the nicest guy in hollywood and you know on the biggest night of his life he do it and i just said you got to respect that self-sabotage long game yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah like, oh god right, it was like that was that was the t- that was everything he was working for in his entire life and boom he slapped the clown and like i'm not I'm, chris is gonna be fine I don't think Will's going to be I don't think Will's going to be fine. That, he's going to be always
1: the guy that does that now. Now he's Sean Penn. Yeah. Like for just he <laughs> went. But isn't that crazy how you can be so good for so long and when you do something when you do one thing wrong that becomes what
0: you're known for as opposed to somebody who does a but little not, wrong all the time that's right that's right where it's like oh he's that he well of course that guy did that When you're not the guy that does that and and it's like you really do it yeah you're like oh my god like i always thought that's why
1: trump will beat hillary clinton a hundred times out of a hundred because they see him as honest
0: he's really who he is
1: yeah like to me hillary was like she was like a she was like a white suit with like a ketchup stain on it yeah where like all you see is the stain
0: right well right and trump even trump is like like a guy
1: with ketchup ketchup all over him yeah and you're
0: like and he's telling everyone he's not it's not ketchup (laughs) yeah and you're (laughs) like all right this guy just like it
1: must be the suit it must be the it must be a pattern i did this on purpose yeah Yeah. he's like oh he must have because who would have that much ketchup all over him
0: i get it like he is what he is he is what he is I couldn't believe that thing, to be honest with you. I just couldn't believe it. Watching it, it, I didn't see it. it. I I saw it in real time. I didn't see it. I was like half watching, you know, doing other shit. It's one of those moments where it's like, if Chris had just said, what the fuck is wrong with you? Yeah. It would have been an entirely different thing.
1: Yeah. Well, the the worst part was they made him give out the awards still.
0: Well, Could I mean, you imagine what, how
1: little of a fuck you have to give about somebody?
0: Did they, did they make him? Oh, he, fin- he just finished. He kept reading the prompter. Right, but what, what, you what, think if Tilda Swinton would have got slapped, they would have they would have just let her read the prompter? No, I know, I know, but I don't know what that, I don't think anyone knew what to do. It was like 9-11. They would have
1: known <laughs> what to do if it was anybody else. Right, they would have known what to do if it was. So if you're if saying was, they're like it's between them. Which just, if Julianne Moore got slapped in the face, yeah. She would not be reading the prompter afterwards to give out the next award. They would have dumped a commercial. Yeah. Something would have happened. That's they would have apologized to everybody watching. Yeah, yeah. Somebody would have came out and said, "I'm so sorry about the actions of whoever the fuck yeah, did yeah, that." Yeah, 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 yeah. We don't tolerate that. It would have been a huge to do. Right. This mother. They didn't cut the commercial.
0: They made him give out the award for yeah. best director. <laughs> I thought, like, it's the one thing, though, as a comic, I kind of knew, as a comic who's been tackled on stage before, like, all you're thinking in that moment from years of experience is, like, I don't want to look like an asshole. Yeah. <laughs> please don't split my pants. Please, please don't split my pants. Somebody like, just I got to your- keep, I got to somehow stay you know i did like. fucking insane how oh, wow. little
1: regard they show for chris rock who is by the way by the way if anybody did a mount rushmore of stand-up comedy yeah. and yeah. put chris rock there no one would scoff of course not. he absolutely has a yeah. place there
0: and he walked he walked backstage alone alone and, and it was sort of like yeah that's what the comic does he's
1: the most beloved comedian possibly of this generation, Yeah, it's crazy, and that could happen to him on television. I thought it was gross. I thought it was fucking it's just awful. Grif-
0: it's just, it just was. It was just so it was gr- it fucking was disturbing. awful,
1: disturbing. Yeah, when he slapped Steve Martin, yeah. I don't know what would have happened if it had been. He anybody. would have been sprayed with a
0: fire hose. I don't know what. I don't know what the fuck happened inside that dude's head. I do not know. I don't know. It, but it was. I, I swear to God, it wasn't about the joke. It, no. just, it just it had nothing to do with the joke. It doesn't make comics any less safer. No. It doesn't. we It's its just I've never felt safe in my life. There has never been. No, a yes, my, that's that's a great point. Yes,
1: I agree with that 100 percent.
0: Like I go on stage, especially when I'm doing politics in the fucking middle of nowhere. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm giving a fake name at the hotel. Yeah, I don't want I want to know if there's security at the club. I don't know what the fuck is in there.
1: One hundred percent.
0: Like, all these comics were, like, you know, sort of like, I'm concerned for myself. So, like, I have always been concerned. Yeah,
1: look, absolutely. I've always known it could go that way. hmm But when you're Chris Rock at, exactly. the Oscars, at the Oscars. you don't, you think. God I'm- damn. If ever there was a safe place.
0: Exactly. <laughs> that, that's, that's who has to be afraid now. Motherfucker. It's crazy. We should boycott, as comedians, boycott award shows. Well, they're not asking me, so. I I so, <laughs> I'm not the top of the list. I might be now. But maybe it's going to open yeah. up something for me. Yeah, you might. <laughs> Any comics willing to take a punch? Yeah. We want you to give out these awards. Oh, but I see, I learned something from you, though. Like, I, to, I, I just happened to be at the uh, fucking Emmys because Glow was up for Emmys when you and Colin hosted. Oh, yeah. And, and I'd never really been to one of those shows because there was never a reason to go. And when I watched that, I'm like, oh, this is the worst job in the world.
1: It sucks. <laughs>
0: <laughs> they're just—they're sitting sucks. up there. You can't make an audience out of an audience. It You've got to sucks. pretend like the audience isn't there. It's, You've got to play to the camera, no matter what's going on in the room, and the room's way too big to manage. I it, can't,
1: and you can't, and and you're out there with someone else.
0: Well, yeah. Well, at least that—that must have been at least good. No, no?
1: I I think it, it was it made it harder. It oh, it did it harder. Well, because you're Cause you're hanging. doing bits. Well, someone's talking, and then it, we're not doing bits together. Right. He's doing bits, and then I'm doing right. Bits. So it's like. It wasn't like banter, or right. we could just be on an island kind of thing. Yeah. We were just kind of running monologue jokes. We were kind of doing update style jokes, yeah. but standing flat footed in front of Hollywood, which is just—I I, just—I I couldn't do it. It—it it, wasn't—it was something I didn't want to do it. I, I tried to get myself out of it at least thirteen times. Yeah, uh, I couldn't. Yeah, <laughs> and then uh the Lauren? Well, it was, it was a network. thing. Yeah, I think they just sure. really wanted us to do it. And hard was, set, and I, I was being kind of a team guy. Yeah, uh, but um, it, it taught me a lot, though. Like as far as I don't know, it, 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 it was one of those things of like, well, I'll, I'll go with it because everyone wants to do it.
0: Yeah, it's not, you might as well try it if you got the opportunity. But I. I, I didn't want to do it It seems so hard Like that's one It's thing. not even
1: so hard It's just like We were talking earlier It's just like Some people are Better at that kind of thing Right, right. To me it's like Well if I'm going to do that show yeah. Then I want to do it The way I would do it Right You know what I mean I don't want to do it The way The network needs it to be To me it feels like You're performing At someone's wedding Where you're yeah, like yeah, yeah If I can't speak from my heart Then I shouldn't say anything I don't want to Emcee a wedding yeah. You know Yeah weird
0: job. It's a very strange job. Yeah, I don't uh, like that's one thing I've grown to appreciate more from, you know, what people I know or from opportunities I haven't really had or I've tried. Like like I I would I would panic. <laughs> no, you wouldn't, no. No hell
1: no. You'd be so competitive and and like and ready to to lock in. You wouldn't. You you'd think you would be until you get out there and then you're just doing jokes. But the kinds of jokes that we would we have to do for that kind right. of thing yeah. is just not exciting. Right. right. I would if I'm going to do it, I would want to do it and be excited about what I'm doing.
0: Sure. Right. Like like when you know what when, I'm saying when Kimmel or Rock hosts the Oscars, it's kind of it, engage. Yeah.
1: Like when
0: Gervais does the Golden Globes, it's, a lot, go yeah, you, 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 it's a lot different. Yeah. You. It's a lot different. You for you.
1: This felt like to me like it felt like a corporate gig.
0: of just like a shit. Eh, eh. So, what about this uh you've done how many of those the damn Michael Chase shows you've done? 5. We did 6
1: last year and we got 6 more this year. That's great. It's the perfect amount.
0: But I mean the show's good. Like oh, it can, thank in, you can engage but engage all the stuff you like to do.
1: Yeah, it's it's the perfect amount of uh, it was a perfect amount to do only because it's like <sighs> the sketch is so like consuming it's like you know you got to write like 30 little pilots to yeah. do a scene, you know what i mean yeah yeah because they're all just ideas that live on an island kind of thing
0: sure and you gotta you gotta pull them from the air and figure out how yeah, to, you've got to establish
1: establish a premise and yeah. get to a punch line
0: but you need show though like you know, it's not it's essentially a, a sketch show it's like some monologues Some
1: yeah some this is a little style. bit this this uh this season is a little bit more sketch like oh, we yeah? have a lot we have a lot more kind of proper sketches or whatever this is kind of the show that i wanted to do the last time but did couldn't find
0: but is it it's still theme driven. yeah it's
1: still theme driven there's it's uh it's looser i think it's more fun personally and but
0: who do you got with you writing
1: uh gary richardson we got a lot of people that we had last year we had gary richardson reggie conquest kevin iso rosebud baker Uh, We had Yamanika Saunders um,
0: Rosebud just got hired at SNL right?
1: Rosebud just got SNL ISO's got you know Flatbush Misdemeanor He has his own show Reggie's working on a show Like everybody's kind of It's kind of a fun time Like all my friends are And you started as a
0: writer over there right? At SNL? At
1: SNL I started as a writer 2013
0: After you did stand up for a while?
1: After I did stand up for a little while Did you have to
0: audition for uh, Lauren to write?
1: No I came in as a guest writer. They was doing this guest writer program where they was asking two writers to come in every week or so, every couple weeks. Who pulled you in? Jost. Oh. Oddly right. enough. How'd he know you? Stand up. I was doing, uh, we were doing um, Hannibal's show at Knitting Factory on Sunday nights. And he was like, yeah, you have a think about writing sketches and i was like i, I don't know nothing about sketches he's like you should come in and then and he brought really? me in yeah so
0: you guys have been together is that when you met him
1: no i knew him from stand-up he was just like a guy i knew from stand-up and uh he we was just
0: was, a Schwabby stand-up like was, the rest of us
1: he well no he was head writer at snl oh at the time yeah but i didn't know i don't you know, I, I didn't really him
0: starting as a stand-up
1: he yeah I, he started at snl he was at snl before he did stand-up right okay that's cheating that's cheating for sure (laughs) it's doubling down but by the time i met him he was head writer of snl already
0: okay okay
1: and it was him and him and seth yeah yeah
0: not a stand-up either but an improv
1: guy improv guy yeah and crazy prolific writers like insanely prolific sketch writers yeah like so if you that's if how you, they that's if, how they think. Oh my god. If you like if you name the top fifty or your top fifty favorite SNL sketches of the past twenty years, Seth and Colin probably would make up half the list. No shit. Yeah, you wouldn't even know, but like probably I would imagine like their names would be on
0: like half of them. Yeah, I wouldn't even know how to write start writing a sketch. You it's easy. Yeah. It's For stand
1: ups it's easy.
0: Is it Yeah I have a hard time writing anything It's hard to write a lot That doesn't involve me immediately Like you know If I'm not part of it How about this sketch I do this Well (laughs) Larry David wrote It didn't work But he wrote there (laughs) He's he's close
1: Close to that Yeah Yeah. but I I think like It it is a What did he tell you What did Colin tell you When he said It's easy And you go in there Seth is the one That actually Told me why He was like Well comedians always Are like rich with premise Yeah And we know how to punch up Like we know how to Make shit You know so even if you don't have a sketch in, you could always help a sketch with just jokes and what would be funny to happen oh, yeah. next, kind of thing. Yeah, we we you you write sketches. Everything you, you just said like five different sketches right. while we were talking sure. right now.
0: Yeah, okay. You think in sketches. It's just a way. To, it's just a different way of thinking.
1: It's just you think of it from what your perspective. You, yeah. you just all, all you have to do is just start thinking about what else is what everybody else is doing, and then boom, you got a sketch. How long did you write there before you got the, offered the gig? Two years, two two and a half years, I think. And how did it come down to you and Jost? I think Jost wanted to do it with me. And I think he, they, Warren said, do you want to do update to have Jost? And Jost, well, said, Jost was already doing update. Oh, okay. It was with, Jost uh, and Cecily. Oh, right. Cecily. And I think Cecily, they wanted Cecily to be more in sketches. Yeah. And, uh, they were looking at combinations right. for Jost. I think yeah. Jost wanted to do it with me. And I think, um, <laughs> yeah, I think, I think Lauren took the risk. And, uh, Everybody's happy, not for a while. <laughs> <laughs> not until not about two or three years in, then everyone got a little bit less less scared. What, and then, like, really? And then, like, because of what you were writing, or no, what it, it was just not. It wasn't working. We didn't have any chemistry. Like, I I didn't know what I was doing. Like, yeah, it was it was fucking rough. You feel better now? I feel no. You never feel. I feel better. You don't yeah. feel good. How much of the jokes that you're doing do you guys write? Uh, well, it depends. I mean, now it's it's to a point now where we have so much chemistry with the writers. Yeah, that like
0: the guy who the, you have update guys. Yeah, we have update so it's writers. It's like monologue guys. Yes, yes,
1: yes. But at this point now, it's like right. You're just sort of like,
0: what if we do it this way? That looks yeah, good. Let's yeah. try that one yeah. in
1: rehearsal. Exactly. Right. Exactly. Well, that's fun. Pete it's Schultz fun. and Josh Padden and Megan Callahan Shaw, like, they've written so
0: much shit. <laughs> like, it's, it's crazy. So, it's so fun to, like, have jokes written and they're good jokes, and you're like, I want to try this.
1: But they write, like, they, they've, they figured out how to write, like, literally in our brains. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I course, mean? Which yeah. is like, yeah, you can't learn that in two or three years. Right. That comes from being together for so long that we we kind of know how to write. Like we are all we're constantly texting each other. So like we'll the be texting, you? yeah, we'll be texting, and then next thing I know, there's a joke in the frame of what we were writing. Oh, that's great. You know what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. Or they'll have something. I'm like, oh, this I need this. This is fucking perfect. And yeah, then, yeah, oh, that's great. And then we'll you know then I'll just read it. Sometimes I don't need to do anything to it. It's just perfect.
0: That's great. So, yeah it's interesting so now what what happens you're doing the hbo thing like what do you want to do are you doing it are y'all done <laughs> N- no man i i want to do more stand-up i, I
1: miss stand-up someone
0: uh, did someone just tweet that or dm me that you just hosted an open mic in like minneapolis or something
1: yeah what the fuck <laughs> is that i was doing a college in minneapolis <laughs> and i always hate doing colleges because they're kids they're ki- it was a it was kids, but it's also like,
0: yeah, it's weird. No, it's I weird. I never get asked. It's, it's like never. anytime people are like, it's great, it's a college town. I'm like, I they're not coming to see me. Yeah, I don't, you know, there's a very certain it. type of young person that comes to see me. It's a young person that I was like, an angry, overly intelligent, yeah, young person that's too sensitive to get along with other young people. Yeah, um, yeah, it's, it's just I can't imagine playing for them because you forget you know that it's like the ones that come to those shows they they can't drink it so a lot of them they are like 18 19 years old right yeah and it's also like j- just a, a just from
1: a frame of reference of life experience right it's, that's right it's not quite yeah 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 they're kids i i said i said transvestite one time at a college and you would have mm-hmm. thought i smeared doo-doo on the american flag like it, they looked at me like that word was the, and I was like wait a minute
0: that's supposed to be an okay one it's, right? that's not a crazy word it yeah. literally just yeah. means
1: dressing in what, different gender clothes but isn't that what trans these,
0: is short for
1: no now oh. it's gender and sexual but oh. it's not vestite vestite is Oh, done and it. gone. Vestite's <laughs> over? No more vestite, <laughs> <laughs> apparently. I looked it up because I, I got scared. I was like, did, I had no idea this was like a, done? a trigger. Am I done? Am I finished? I, was, I thought I was, that may be finished now, but yeah. literally looked it up, and I was like, oh, no, it's like an Italian word for clothes, vestite. Mm. Or so was that prison. old word for cross-dressing? It's an old word for cross It's an outdated term for cross-dressing, transvestite. That's got all it. it is. But they had never heard it, so they just knew it was mean. Oh, oh, but it wasn't mean. No, it wasn't mean. That it wasn't is, even right. said in the mean context. But that's what that's my point. All of that was all that energy was spent when I could have moved on and did another joke. Sure. For an adult audience, right. they
0: would have kept yeah, I remember but it's Rocky Horror it, Picture it, Show. Sure. It's a learning moment. Now you had to look up Vestite and you realize it's <laughs> yeah. not about that anymore. I guess you I guess I learned something you broke in college. It down. I learned something you in college. I yeah. did. So you want to get back out and you are you doing something I miss the reps. Same? I miss yeah. I miss yeah. doing
1: the I miss doing like the six months, eight months yeah. year. I'm obsessed with this material. Yeah. Like it's why, you know, like with specials and stuff like I, I wish I could be four deep you yeah. know or whatever but yeah it, it's just oh, so that's right
0: this is the first one he did in five years four it's years so fucking hard to get an act together dude i mean i didn't know when during COVID i was like you, the weird thing was is that you, you know like i didn't miss it and i thought like well maybe i'm all better <laughs> you know, like, yeah. Yeah, like, but but as soon as we could start doing it and other people started doing it oh. i wasn't going to do any outdoor shows but as soon as people started going to clubs i'm like all right fuck, it's on i
1: did some outdoor, outdoor shows, shows. I Oh man, it was—you missed out on a good time. I
0: did. People were so ready to laugh, man. I just, I just like to me, it was sort of like, I'm not doing that kind of shit. No, I'm not. Gonna, I'm not gonna go perform for cars.
1: No, no, I didn't perform for cars. Okay. I, I'm with you there, but I had a parking lot show that, that I would do like every couple of weeks. I needed that stage. I needed. I was on the back of a pickup truck.
0: That's nice. It's all right. Once I got back, and I didn't know where the hours gonna come from. What I do is I just book out like dynasty typewriter mm-hmm. for a month of like once a week mm-hmm. and just start riffing and yeah seeing what sticks and, yeah you know, i'm going i'm out. going
1: on the road this weekend just for that reason to where? just to milwaukee improv i'm gonna be in milwaukee next week oh yeah i'll be there i'm leaving friday i'll be there I'll friday to sunday i think Oh, this Friday to Sunday. Yeah, yeah,
0: I'm gonna be there next week. I'm gonna be at some at the Paps Theater somewhere in Milwaukee. Oh, that's I
1: love that theater. That's the one with the great green room with the yeah, coffee great green and shit. room and the record player. Right? Yeah, yeah. That's awesome.
0: Yeah, I hope I, I think I sold a few tickets. We'll see. Uh, I I should know the numbers, but yeah, yeah. that's where yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna be. I'm kind
1: of I'm I'm trying to do like kind of you're just sm- working shit out. Way sm- yeah yeah yeah. I don't I, I'm not doing no theater or nothing like that. That's good, man. You got I got shit. nothing
0: because you, you just dumped it. I dumped it. It's all right.
1: But now I'm back. I got, a, I got some ideas, though. I, I, like I said, like I did the Minnesota shows and just like fun. Just go up there for 40 minutes and just fuck around. Yeah, figure out what you got. Figure out what you want to talk about.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, it was good talking to you, man.
1: This was so much fun, man. Thank
0: you. Yeah, thanks for doing it. All right, there you go. Michael Che, you know who he is. Saturday Night Live, the season finale, is uh, this Saturday. Also, the uh, second season of that damn Michael Chase show premieres next Thursday, May 26, on HBO Max. All right, so this is me playing my new, uh, my new partner, my new uh, banker custom Leslie double cutaway P90. Fucking, just this guitar is a monster. Love it, love it.